Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your Cinco de Mayo cattle industry headlines. Be sure to have a margarita or three today and eat some enchiladas. This update is sponsored by 4T Ag Insurance, your go-to contractor for ag insurance. The folks at 4T Ag are dedicated to providing you with inside information and alternative risk solutions that are custom fit to your business and personal needs. They offer both drought and crop insurance and they offer LRPs on both feeder and fed cattle. If you would like more information, head on over to their website at www.4tag.net. That is the number four, tag.net. We are also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer a wide array, a wide array, excuse me, a wide array of articles that cover all kinds of topics within our industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. If you would like to check out their most recent issue, their May issue, all you got to do is click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That is going to take you over to their Facebook page where you can do just that. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. And finally, Circle 5 Cow School. If you're wanting to learn how to preg check your own cows or start AIing, Circle 5 Cow School is definitely the way to go. Almost every week, they are hosting classes somewhere between Texas and Tennessee. If you'd like to check out their schedule, head on over to circle5cowschool.com. That is the number five in there. Or you can just give them a follow on Facebook. Bloomberg has reported that according to National Beef Company, which is controlled by Brazilian meat giant Marfrig Global Foods, beef will continue to get more expensive at U.S. grocery stores in the coming months. Tim Klein, head of Marfrig's U.S. operations, projects relatively stable margins for his company in the next two quarters. So that means that even though the meat packers costs to buy cattle are increasing, the company is just going to uh, pass those increased uh, inputs, those increased costs onto consumers. During an interview, Klein said cattle prices go up, beef prices will go with them. Let me say that again. He said that when cattle prices go up, when they are paying more for cattle, beef prices will go with them. So he's saying there's a correlation. Talk about an interesting statement. I just cannot get enough of this guy. Uh, how many times in the past few years, in the past few years, have we seen uh, cattle prices plummet? We can talk about the Tyson plant fire in Holcomb, Kansas. We can talk about the pandemic. Um, there, we have seen too many black swans to count in the past couple years. And every time when that happens, when cattle prices go down, beef prices, they do not follow. Most likely they'll go up. So this is an absolutely outrageous and crooked statement by Mr. Klein. The price of ground beef has increased 18% year over year, a tough reality to face as consumers are they are facing, uh, consumers are facing the highest rate of inflation that we have ever experienced here in the United States in the past four decades. Consumers' dollars, they just aren't going as far as they were even a few months ago. You and I both know that. Klein believes American consumers might adapt to inflation by switching to less expensive protein options, such as pork or chicken. Marfrig beat analyst estimates for earnings before items and revenue, posting record profits in the first quarter of this year. And it looks like they are just going to continue to rake in those profits. 
Sioux City Journal has reported that beef has increased $1.34 per pound over the past four years. Only a tiny fraction of that increase has trickled down to cattle producers, and I do realize that I am preaching to the choir with that statement. Producers received less than two cents of this price increase. Retailers, they received 32 cents of this price increase. And packers, well, of course, they received the lion's share with a whole dollar. We have those in our industry that claim nothing is wrong with our cattle markets. The price disparity, there's nothing wrong. Uh, They just think what's going on is natural supply and demand forces and market disruptions such as the pandemic. Nothing to see here. But then we have those on the other side of the fence that say what has happened to our cattle markets in recent years shows a fundamental problem, that our meatpacking industry is way too concentrated, causing the packers to have too much market power, which hurts not only producers, but also consumers. According to Deb, excuse me, according to Senator Deb Fisher of Nebraska, you can't blame the pandemic for everything. What's going on in the cattle industry is a result of our four of the four big meat packers controlling 85% of the market. As we all know, but I'm going to say it again for those in the back, the Grassley-Fisher Cattle Market Transparency Act would require more public disclosure of what packers are paying for their cattle when it comes to the sweetheart deals that they have. And the bill would also require the packers to purchase a certain percentage of their cattle on the cash negotiated market which is what we need. The Sioux City Journal believes that this legislative approach is a reasonable one and it would ensure that the cattle market would operate fairly. Last week during the Senate hearing, Fisher emphasized how the cattle markets need to operate fairly, transparently, and efficiently. She also explained how cattle producers in in her state and surrounding states are being impacted by the shrinking share of the consumer dollar that they are receiving compared to what the packers are receiving. Producers face a take it or leave it market, said Fisher. That's the reality of the industry, and that is why the cattle market, the cattle market transparency act needs to be passed. If this bill is not passed, the meat packers will continue to sit in the driver's seat, and nothing will change within our cattle markets. This update is also sponsored by Ag Risk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, Ag Risk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you would like to learn more about an LRP, go ahead and reach out to an advisor today. So I do realize that uh, we talked about fuel prices earlier this week, but another interesting article came forward in the past day. It is from Wolf Street. So on Monday, the average the average retail price of diesel hit a record a record high of five dollars and fifty one cents per gallon. This comes uh, despite crude oil prices that have dropped since the peak that was set back on March eighth. Earlier this week, I touched on these numbers. But to remind everyone, the price of diesel has jumped $2.37 in the last year. That is a 75% increase. In the past four months, it has increased almost uh, 50%, pretty significant. The last time we saw diesel prices somewhat comparable to what we are seeing now was back in 2008, uh, July of 2008, when diesel hit $4.76 per gallon. But adjusted for CPI inflation, uh, CPI stands for Consumer Price Index, 
The price at the time of $4.76 per gallon would be $6.22 per gallon today. So we still have a little ways to go before diesel hits uh, a comparable price of what we saw back in 2008. But I have to say with the rate that we're going at right now, the increase that we have seen, the price increase that we've seen in diesel just in the past seven days, we're going to be there in no time. The average price of all grades of gasoline at the pump on Monday was $4.18 per gallon. That's up 45% from a year ago. The record for gas was also also set back in July of 2008 at $4.11 per gallon. Adjusted for CPI inflation, today that price would be $5.37 per gallon. You think people are finally going to start to scream when we hit $5.37 per gallon? I... I know us here in the Midwest, and maybe everyone is across America screaming because these fuel prices, but this is downright ridiculous. I said earlier this week, this is this will shut down our country. This is going to kill the working man completely out of hand. The real interesting numbers to consider in this situation are crude oil West Texas intermediate futures, so WTI futures. As it stands today, they're right around $105 per barrel. This is below the record that was set again back in July of 2008 when they briefly reached $150 per barrel. When you adjust this number for CPI inflation, $150 a barrel today would be $196 per barrel. So it's fair to say that the worst is yet to come when it comes to fuel prices. We've seen incredible price increases for both gas and diesel uh, in recent months, but consumers have yet to back off of their fuel purchases. These price increases, for some reason, they have not triggered a buyer strike yet which in the end points to an extraordinary inflationary mindset where consumers are just willing to pay whatever is being asked of them at the pump. And it will be interesting to see how long consumers just basically have to take out a loan at the pump to fill up their vehicles to get wherever they're going. That is all I have for you guys this morning. And that is all I have for you guys this week. I hope you've all had a wonderful week. I will be back here on Monday. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. I hope you all enjoy this beautiful weather. I'll catch you later.